Welcome to Standout, where you're going to hear from some exceptional entrepreneurs. You'll learn what steps they took to get them where they are and what you can do to make your mark. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan, with CherylTanMedia.com. You can find the episodes and the show notes all in one place at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast. Sign up for my weekly newsletter there and get media strategies I only share with readers. If you've been trying to figure out how to get in front of your perfect clients on a mass scale, then this episode is for you. Jeff Leo Herman is the chief revenue officer at digital marketing agency Fathom, as well as the host of the podcast Publish or Perish FM. He believes, like I do, there is real power in content marketing. Share your expertise consistently and your tribe will find you. Want maximum impact? Jeff is a huge proponent of growing that mass audience through video. You'll want to take notes for this one. Listen, and you'll hear the exact steps you can follow to scale your charisma and potentially get more clients to sit up and take notice. Jeff Leo Herman, thank you so much for joining us for Standout today. Thanks for being here. Jeff, I really love your background, and we're going to dig into that and how it's helping your business and what you're trying to do. You are the Chief Revenue Officer for Fathom, a digital marketing and analytics agency, and you also have a podcast, which is Publish or Perish, and you can find that at publishorperish.fm. And really, a man after my own heart, because it's all about content marketing. So, Jeff, I want to start out and talk with you about your background, how you got where you are today. Well, that's, uh, do we start a long time ago? Mm, go back as far <laughs> no. as you want. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, look, uh, like anyone, I, I grew up in Northeast Ohio. My ambitions were, um, were, I would say, somewhat limited, and then the internet came along. So I'm dating myself, but late 90s was re really when I jumped into my professional career, and I saw the internet as, you know, giving us all unlimited potential to reach and to scale our abilities. And so I, uh, I was with, I've was with the Nielsen company for 15 years and had a great time at the Nielsen company in local broadcast and, and audience management and helping companies really just better understand who their audiences are. And I've used that experience, that early experience in television. And then, and then as an entrepreneur at Nielsen, not only did I work in television audience management, but then quickly jumped into internet management, video game measurement, mobile media measurement, online video measurement, and helping all of the, the large media companies and, and advertisers understand who's engaging with them on these, these emerging media platforms. So to that extent, finding that um, anyone with passion and an iPhone 6 Plus can build a global audience, uh, you know, re really, we have unlimited potential today. So that's where I am today is, is working with organizations to leverage the tools at our disposal, because it's it's it's. It's very feasible that an individual with, you know, passion and a unique point of view can really make a big impact in the world. I think, well, first of all, we both have a background in broadcast news. And as you know, when you're in broadcast news, it's all about content. It's all about mm -hmm. engaging an audience and getting people to tune in to read, to click, to engage with you through content. And I know that's the basis of what you believe now and how you made that switch into being your own business person. 
And so that is the case that you believe content is so critical for a business person's success. How did you turn that into the business that you are part of right now, that experience in broadcast news and then what you're doing now with content? And, and it really resonates with storytelling. And and who who um, who's really behind all of this? Like at the if you really keep peeling back the importance of content and and you know working with your audience to solve problems or engage your customers, uh, who started all this? And I'll go back to the history of the internet. It's Google. <laughs> so through search, Google um, basically became the place that people go to find answers to questions. And that that ability to for consumers to get what they want when they wanted it uh, left them very empowered. And so, to the extent that companies, you know, organizations have recognized that that they have to put forward great content, meaningful content, helpful educational content, and build relationship with their audiences, that that really creates has created this environment that. No one wants to be sold to, right? I mean, no one's ever really wanted to be sold to. And, and you know, the days of asymmetrical information are gone. So, you know, historically speaking, sales was one way. Salespeople held all the cards and they were, you know, just dribbled out information as they saw fit over time. Where now, to the extent that consumers are in the driver's seat and have the ability to really, um, learn everything they can. And so those companies that are putting forward great content are really, you know, having the ability to connect with, with people in a more meaningful way. How hard is it for people to wrap their heads around that about being the content creator? They're so used to being the, um, the, the audience in the audience, the reader, they're taking in that content. And so when you work with clients, uh, and I know this answer because I feel it too. But how mm -hmm. hard is it to get them to realize that their thoughts are critical in getting their message out there and and getting business for their for their business? It, it is hard. It's a challenge, and and you know, it, a lot of if you have a passion for your business or you just simply the you want to express yourself, we have all the tools at our disposal to express ourselves and. People are very interested in what you have to say. So as every individual I speak to, and I don't care, um, the, there's so much power in niche audiences and the fact that if you put forward information on the most minute, niche product or area of interest, someone somewhere is going to find it. And, the, and that, that's the other thing. You can be discovered. So effectively, if you, if you can, on a consistent basis, share your passion, share your knowledge on, on a subject with such a small, maybe conceivably a small following, you'll find a highly engaged group of people. And, and sometimes that scales quite dramatically. Other times it stays focused. But these days, and as you know, your experience with broadcasting, I mean, it's not about the volume. It's about the engagement. So I'd rather have a small base of highly engaged customers than a large base of indifferent customers. Will you help us help our audience create a plan? So um, if they say to you, like I, I was in a board meeting for a volunteer group I work with, and we're on this board and we're putting up this event, and they say to me, they're like, you're so good with social media. We want to promote our event, and we're not doing a good job. And I said, are you doing anything? And they said, mm -hmm. well, no, <laughs> I'm telling you about it. 
So what would you tell uh, a company that has an event they're trying to promote? Or how would you help them get their word out with the tools that we have available today? Right. That's that's a great question. And in fact, we are promoting an event next week. And, it, and it's around, it's a CMO executive forum or a mastermind we're putting together for nice. chief marketing officers. And the way we're doing it is we're using LinkedIn. So one of the methods we're using, we're using LinkedIn, searching on those relevant um, titles and interests, and then reaching out to those individuals to engage their interest, but doing it in a way that we're not, um, you know, the, the event itself, we're all there to add value and we're all there to create uh, collaboration, right? So that collaboration adds value and it's not a one-way presentation on here, you know, here's what's happening, but <laughs> they're invited as a collaborator and a co-creator. And so if you do have an event, uh, you know, figure out, A, who's your audience? What are your goals? Who's your audience? What's the target persona? Where are they on social media? And then how do you set up your content and how do you um, do it in, in a methodical and predictable way, in a consistent way to then reach them? And how do you get people interested, right? What What's the purpose? Well, in the spirit of content marketing, I don't go anywhere without my content marketing strategy and my content marketing mission statement. So you have to have a content marketing strategy because the strategy lets you know if you're successful and that's in your goal setting phase. So I would say step one is set goals for the event, uh, either in attendance or engagement. Step two is what's your content marketing mission statement? And that's a function of who's the target, what's delivered and the outcome for the audience. And so who from a persona standpoint, so beyond age, you know, standard demographic characteristics, we're going to get into psychographics or behaviors and motivations. So who's that? Who's that individual target? What's delivered? Like, what will you be sharing that day or what can they expect to gain? And what's the outcome? How will they be better off because of, of attending that event? Will, will, they, will they have a more meaningful connection to their audience, to their colleagues, to their peers? Will they be giving back? Will, they be, will you be setting them up to, to really make a bigger impact? And so that notion of a content marketing mission statement is fantastic because you actually end up with, with a couple sentences that guides and governs your entire strategy go forward. And you then... Here's I actually have a seven-step process, but thematically speaking, themes hang below your content marketing mission statement, and to consistently hit that theme over time, and that theme is delivered or activated through content assets and channels. And this, this is what's into the very important, oh, we have so many social media tools out there, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, you know, I could go on and on and on. Which one do I use? Only use the few that your target audience uses. Don't feel compelled to use every single social platform out there. I am a proud non-user of Instagram, and I'm a <laughs> proud non-user of Snapchat because my audience tends to favor LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. And, and mm -hmm. as much as I want to use Instagram, I just would rather master my engagement on Facebook and LinkedIn and even YouTube is where my library of content lives, right? So that's kind of my repository, my published record of my knowledge and expertise. But I'm only picking the few social platforms that I can really make a meaningful impact with. And the rest, I'm just letting go for now. 
I love what you just said about a content marketing mission statement. So can I ask you, what is yours for this upcoming event? Yes, that, um, boy, you're putting me on the spot. That's a great point, but I, I, right. (laughs) I have a question with that, but yeah, what is, so what is it? It's, it's the place for innovative and scale seeking sales leaders and CMOs to engage with person to really build personalized and scalable communication strategies. So who's the target? What's delivered personalized and scalable communication strategies. And the outcome is, is growth. Their growth, oh, I love that. growth strategy. And so I wonder, um, and you're clearly great at marketing and creating content, but is it easier sometimes when you have a third party come in and take a look at that and kind of hone it down? Like even if you're a master at it, to have somebody who's not in your space to look at you and, and say, okay, this is what you need. Uh, and so there's a benefit in that. I think it's, it's critical. And and this is something we deal with every day at our organization. You have multiple stakeholders, right? So several people. So at, you know, at at Fathom, we're a digital agency. We have a paid media team. We have a nurture marketing team. We have an SEO team. We have a social team and they all want to equally, they want equal visibility or equal recognition. And the toughest job is to say no. (laughs) (laughs) While you're important, we're going to lead with one thing and that what's the one most meaningful and engaging thing we can lead with. And if we lead with nurture marketing, for example, guess what? There's an, a paid media comes along with that. You, because these days, the way social networks work, you have to pay to play. Paid social is the fastest growth area in the advertising markets. And so just because we're not leading with paid social doesn't mean that it's not important. It's just that it's not what's going to get the engagement. So to your question, Cheryl, having a third party come in and, and say, tell make that decision mm-hmm. and takes the kind of heat off of your peer set internally. I think it's interesting too, when you say um, no to Snapchat, because right now your people are not on it or no to Instagram, because it makes more sense for you to spend your time on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, or all those three, but not the first two, even though everybody's on Instagram and everybody's on Snapchat, right. um, you're, you're not necessarily going to make some money off of that engagement. And I think it's hard to have that discipline sometimes when the cool thing is to take pictures take selfies and put them on Snapchat. <laughs> right, 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 right. And hey, I've experimented. So I have many, all of my colleagues are 22 to 26. Yeah. I, I've done a little on Snapchat, I have oh, to say, sure. but just from, from a meaningful where I'm going to invest my time, yeah. I live in LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I LinkedIn and more recently Facebook. So Facebook has always been kind of passively, right. you know, participating. Now I'm actively engaging, right. and so it, and it's it's just an important platform for businesses uh, and individuals to to keep considering. If people are listening, then really they've gotten your whole strategy for how you are marketing your business and how you're marketing yourself. I mean, because you've talked about all the things that you are actively doing to put mm-hmm. yourself out there with your YouTube channel and the the class that you've got coming up for the CMOs, the chief marketing officers. And then I know you've got a podcast too. So that's part of the whole strategy to get known and be seen. So talk about where that falls. And, and honestly, you can talk about the type of 
the kind of work that it takes to make it all come together. So the podcast and then the work and whether it's worth it. Oh, that's such a great question. So last year at this time, I was dying to have my own podcast, just dying to have my own podcast. <laughs> I bought a course on how to, how to make a podcast. I think like we all have done. I know we've all done it. And I thought I want to be a podcaster. And then, <laughs> and then I said, what do I say? <laughs> so, so that took about a month. Um, and I have lots of opinions about lots of things, but what, what unique value can I add in the market that's not already covered? So to test that out, I actually launched a YouTube channel. So oddly enough, my YouTube channel, it, it was my path, my initial investment in content marketing and how I can on a consistent basis and consistent is the keyword mm -hmm. on a consistent basis, publish um, my point of view and express myself, express myself and then use that YouTube channel as my repository and then, you know, put, put it out, share it out on LinkedIn and Twitter for engagement. So that YouTube channel, uh, I did it through August. Um, every single Friday morning, I block off from 7.30 to 10 for recording and production. And I did that from August through December. So I went about producing my YouTube videos on a weekly basis. I finally got over that technical hurdle of how to upload an audio file to iTunes to become a podcaster. So I was a podcaster in quotes, but I was actually a faux podcaster because I was simply taking the audio file from my YouTube videos and uploading it, and it didn't feel right. It didn't resonate. It didn't connect. Because when you do video, video is a very visceral medium, right? It's 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 visual cues and audio cues that you can convey that um, that the audience gets, and and the platform is a lot more casual and engaging, and and it's people have there's a certain holistic quality to a YouTube channel. It didn't translate into audio only. So then I, I switched over to an audio only strategy in which I would record audio. I still edited in iMovie because I didn't know how to use GarageBand at the time. So I was editing, editing an audio podcast and video. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I then switched and I'm still getting comfortable with an audio only format where I actually prefer video and, and I've pivoted back to... Wednesdays, I do my audio recording. Every Friday morning, I go live on Facebook Live. And then I save that video and I upload it to YouTube. So I just literally hit the upload over lunch. Um, but so um, my, my passion and my mission is, is using video to break through, be vocal and add value. And, and um, that's, how, that's how you'll actually connect with, with your prospects and customers. But that takes a lot of work. And so it's really just about scheduling. And to the extent that I have a process down, I have a system down, uh, I spend, you know, early mornings and, and late nights after the kids go to bed, um, editing and tweaking and really refining and extending. So the good news is one video asset, one several minute video can be repurposed in so many ways. It stands alone on a YouTube channel, but then you also put it in a blog. You can transcribe the audio portion into text and you get a blog post and then you can carve it up into tweets. And so I would say for anyone that's struggling with time, do one small video asset recording a week, but then use that to extend and, and repurpose throughout the course of a week or several weeks. And you'll still find yourself um, 
presenting information on a consistent basis. I think that's great. I think it's a great strategy and something that can be sustained if you, as you mentioned, are disciplined in making it work. It, would you say that it is worth the effort? And when you talk with clients and you tell them this, have they listened and found it worth to be the effort, worth it to be the effort? Absolutely. And and I can say from my own personal experience and and from from client work, from clients we've helped do this as well. I'm at the point now, once again, I've only been really consistently doing this since August. I'm getting people from left and right just approaching me, connecting with me on LinkedIn, for example. And and I have an example of a person in Las Vegas, a really great guy. We both we have we went to the same um, business school. So we have that, you know, kind of academic connection, but we've never met each other. He's he's 20 years my senior. And he said, boy, I watched your videos and I feel like I know you. And when we were on the phone discussing some partnership opportunities, he said, you're perfectly consistent. Like, I, I know we're talking and we've only been on the phone 10 minutes, but I feel like I know a whole lot about you and you're exactly the same person. And it's the authenticity that really matters. So if you're just yourself and you're authentic and you're really in this for the right reasons to share and to help everyone, you know, evolve, whatever your passion is, just help help those individuals evolve. That fast tracks trust and credibility. And and I'm sorry, I, I tend to throw in a lot of sales language because I'm a half marketer, half salesperson, right? I mean, I right. the nature, my nature is is a salesperson. Um, but I try to think of myself as an elevated salesperson, right? So um, above everybody else. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no. I won't get into quota talk. That's that's for a different show. But uh, right, but right, no, right. to the extent that that you can use, um, just transfer your passion and transfer your authenticity via video or audio, whatever the case may be. You're just building those deeper relationships, and and effectively you're scaling your charisma. And that's kind of the tagline I use: is scale Ooh. your charisma. I have an entire rant called um, The Hell With Blogging, where I am not a bad writer, but it's just very frustrating. Like writing frustrates me. I'm not great at it. My wife is a wonderful writer and she just can transfer her thoughts to paper and it's compelling. I'm a horrible writer. So I say, well, what the heck? I might as well just leverage my strengths and scale my charisma and use video and audio platforms. And I've abandoned writing. Because I have ways to express myself um, with video and I don't need to write. Like that's where, you know, the internet marketing grew up is in blogging and writing. And for those of us that don't want to um, agonize over grammar and sentence structure, um, I think, you know, video and audio platforms are a great way to go. I love that. I do. Uh, Jeff, how can people learn more about what you offer and get in touch with you? So I would love uh, individuals to visit the website publishorperish.fm, as in Frank Mary. And on that, they'll find uh, links to the podcast, which is available on iTunes under the same name. And uh, I live on LinkedIn. I'm, in fact, I'm, I have to admit, I'm pretty promiscuous on LinkedIn. Like, I'll pretty much take anyone's connection request. <laughs> so, I mean, I look at... I look at Good to I know. Some, I get some oddball ones, right? I get some ones that I'm afraid of. I think they might be spammy. <laughs> but anyone that that professionally, there's alignment, 
I I use it as an opportunity to build a relationship. So, and, and that's what's fun about it is is I have a lot of friends I've met only of only conversed with through social platforms, and I've actually then met them in person after the fact. And it's so cool. You just jump right into a relationship. You feel like you've already had this rapport built. And then when you meet in person, it's like so engaging and so meaningful. It's cool. It's very cool. It's the beauty of this platform about all of these online platforms. Um, And so publish or perish.fm. On the show, we'd like to talk about habits. Um, And I think you've, you've mentioned some of them that you have to be pretty disciplined to get all of the shows out all of the pieces of content that you produce on a regular basis, but what are some habits that you take part in regularly to keep yourself on track and keep you and your company moving forward? So I work out consistently every morning at five, I get up and I feel like doing it most days. Actually, I'm at the point now where I, if I don't do it, it's, it's a very bad, horrible thing. So working out consistently, all of my best ideas come post-workout, pre-shower, where I'm literally, my mind's turning and I'm usually consuming a podcast or something while I'm working out. Right. And so I, I literally, every every great strategy or great decision I've made, I've done it, you know, on the way to the shower. And I, and I, my office is in the basement here and I have several whiteboards and I have to scribble the idea because I'm also forgetful. So... I, so that's, that's a critical, that, that's my creative, um, uh, catalyst is working out. And then I, I have a, a very religious commitment to my publishing schedule. So I block my calendar every Friday morning, um, for publishing and production. And, and that's what really matters is consistent consistency is the key. And you, and you have to be authentic and you have to have something interesting to say. But even just just the nature of human behavior, people like a degree of consistency and they like having their expectations met. And I've had experiences where I publish very consistently. If, and if I haven't published on that day, you get, hey, you know, you get the, where, where's the video? What's going on? I, you know, this is different. I don't like it. So... <laughs> That, that type of consistency really matters. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, Jeff. Before we go, my last question to you is, what makes you a standout? I would have to say my passion and my, um, I'm not afraid to jump in. Like, I'm... I'll try anything once, right? And and uh, <laughs> I, I'm getting a little more risk averse as I get older, but I'm extremely passionate about about content marketing and social selling, and so I try to get everyone else as excited as I am about that. And that's um, you know that and an hour commute uh, where I consume a lot of podcasts makes me um, I just have I just collect lots of information, so I process it and try to share. <laughs> So you get out of the car, watch out, right? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, a lot I'm of ideas. Testing. Like, hey, I just heard this great podcast. So, <laughs> Jeff Leo Herman, thank you so much for time for your time, and thanks for joining us for Standout. I had a great time. Thank you so much. It was really great to talk to you today. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Standout. Looking for a list of all the exceptional entrepreneurs who have been featured so far? Go to CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast. The show notes for all of the episodes are there.
It has been an honor to connect with so many forward-thinking entrepreneurs. The best way to get their stories in front of more people is to subscribe to and review the show on iTunes. Thank you in advance for your support. If you'd like to be reminded when new standout episodes come out, you can sign up for my newsletter at CherylTanMedia.com. Until next time, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Cheryl Tan.